and we're on yes sir all right so where we left off was ignorance let's talk about it let's talk about let's talk about the deep rooted fact so in in between the previous episode and this episode i made joy listen to an audio clip that was of a white man screaming in the middle of the streets and the funny thing is he starts off with he he starts off about why the protests are and he says that you know that they're about hate and you're like great this is going somewhere good and then he says this is not about george floyd and then he moves on to degrade the whole african american community and bring up and use the n word multiple times so it's honestly i'm probably going to attach the audio clip somewhere in this let's see how that goes <laughs> but what what do you what do you think about that joey what do you think about that audio clip and what do you think do you think the protests are being instigated and manipulated by the media in such a way that it makes the african american community seem bad see normally i would have a very straightforward answer and in fact let me just give you the straightforward answer i in my opinion not at all this is the, the this anger you said yourself not not only at the protest but this physical rioting and everything that's happening the actual anger it's not only well directed it they they know who they're directing and they're absolutely right they're directing it at the capital they're directing it at law enforcement they're directing it at president trump it's it's justified and validated but as i've come to learn in this country it doesn't matter what <laughs> it genuinely doesn't matter what is the truth in this country and that's you were talk about ignorance ignorance i i mentioned how ignorance in this country is stem from the failure of the education system we talk about ignorance in, in not in your previous podcast in terms of racism in terms of people just coming up because this is something you and i have both faced just general racism given our given the fact that we're indian it's 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 this ignorance exists but there the ultimate ignorance that i find in this country lies from the fact that the truth in this country is malleable and for me the truth in this country started becoming malleable the day people were able to just start fake news and deny anything the day jeffrey epstein was was committed suicide and is suppo- supposedly like supposedly committed suicide the it, it the for me ignorance in this country lies in the malleability of truth and the malleability of truth in this country is dictated by but sadly by really a couple of things it's it's dictated by the president's tweets it's dictated by very very um fantasized uh, news sources uh, when i mean fantasized i mean like news sources that go up, up above and out of their way to basically emphasize certain parts of things and uh, both sides of um, the political spectrum are guilty of this you see this with cnn and with fox news and so it's 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 saddening because even from it, it's not like we haven't seen a fair share of messed up things back home but you do not expect this of a first world country of not only like, i don't even like using that term first world first world is now dated term technically you don't expect but you don't expect this kind of behavior this kind of ignorance and this kind of just i guess stupidity from the nation that claims to be the leader of the free world it's just depressing and sad like i don't know any way else to explain it 
absolutely absolutely dude think about this it's it it the whole situation shocks me it not how how can one person show up and just say that i self proclaim myself as the sole truth that you're ever going to listen to and then continue to call african american people thugs imagine uh, honestly uh, imagine saying that to one of the great african americans in their face imagine if mr don okay imagine if one of ima- no imagine if imagine if one of these guys showed up to tupac and told him and called him a thug think about it tupac will show him what it means to learn teach why do you think that man sits behind his mobile screen and types away going to cnn in a video he when the this was when the protests were not even when devolved into rioting itself this was when the protests were simply protests were standing outside the white house and screaming and chanting their their stings and their beliefs and stuff like that the man had to go and use the secret service to hide in a bunker the he, it, 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 it just told you that he is it's 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 the anonymity of uh, being on the internet i suppose it's not that he's anonymous or anything like that it's just that being on the internet being behind a screen gives people unimaginable ability and unimaginable power to just type their heart's content this this man is going to... and that is why i commend the protesters because they imagine going out there knowing that the cops are out to get you and still saying that my message is louder and that is why i believe that the african american community has been one of the strongest communities ever is because the shit that they've endured for hundreds and hundreds of years no you're absolutely right but even police aside i'm just going to bring up i thought this was a pretty common sense point that i surprised thought i was surprised no i'm surprised no news was harking about this covid-19 is not something that is still uh, uh, like gone or obscure it's still an ever living part of our society and it's why we're still in this a uh, form of lockdown but the people out there the people going out to protest had an idea and a will and a belief in getting justice for george floyd that was so amazing and so great it out eclipsed effectively the their worry and safety and concern for the contraction of this of this um disease and while a lot of while it can be viewed in a very very negative light in the sense that perhaps it can be because i can definitely see some headline trying to twist around let me like oh protesters ignore covid regulations and stuff like that not only were all of the uh, protesters and the reporters i bet the reporter that you mentioned who was arrested they were probably all wearing proper facial masks and all that to keep them safe but like i said they their belief in trying to voice their concerns to this president who won't listen to their concerns and their belief in trying to get george floyd the justice that he deserves out eclipsed their want and need for safety during this pandemic and that is just truly remarkable for me like it's bro there was a video going around where there's an african american man just speaking to the crowd and you know the only thing he said he's just like we're not we don't want to riot we don't want to loot we don't want 
to shed blood we don't and the only blood that is being shed is their own but how much does a whole race of people need to do to just be treated equal and it's it's it's, it's not it's like years it's been years since this one race has been trying to get equality and how much more how hard is it to understand that all you need to do is to respect everyone but like here's the thing even if even if the african american community did not want to incite such violence and rioting and stuff like that i have to do i i need to say this i, I need to get this off me they i the african american community of the modern day is a community that has been betrayed by the promises and things that were made during the time of mlk and i know this because in 68 we were not we not been only learning about the african american struggle and mlk experience in 68 i literally dedicated an entire speech uh, to towards martin luther king junior uh, basically enshrining his cause and it was during that process of researching and understanding that i first began to really understand the struggles of this community and the modern day african american community is one that has been betrayed by the people who promised the civil rights movement that that their that their day would come that they would overcome someday it, this is not the first time and i doubt this will be the last time they will have to continue to fight for their their right to be an average american citizen because they they did it the peaceful way they 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 marched on washington they 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 had non violent movements they uh, people from rosa parks to um mlk junior's wife they all tried to do the peaceful way and that didn't that it they it, it they thought they would get results and it should have but they like i said they were betrayed adding to your point, like adding, adding to your point how more non violent does someone need to get other than allowing someone to brand yourself slaves were branded imagine you say you know the, most people say that writing is bad looting is bad i'm sorry but these guys were treated like animals for years and years and years bro they were they were non they were non violent cuz they weren't even told what they were capable of imagine that and honestly just you most racists and slave owners beat down on a community that was already down and now they're getting killed cuz they looted from target i'm sorry target target is fortune 500 they they're fine with a couple of beers being stolen i'm not saying it's right but i'm not say but i'm not saying that it's not justifiable either they were non violent for hundreds and hundreds of years so don't even bring up that bullshit that they were it's, it's not it's not even just an attack on in terms of just the violence and stuff like that it it it's it's more than that before i continue on that point just to finish that last point that you made it's um, it's very important that you bring up the history because a, a big argument a big counter argument for a lot of these people and i bet i bet trump one day will use this in his life is that what's the point of bringing up history like that 
and to anybody anybody listening to our podcast podcast right now if if you genuinely feel this conviction that there is no point in bringing up uh the his- history as going as far back to slavery then i'm sorry to inform you you don't understand basic human ethics basic human rights and even above that basic human ec- economics there is a there's a literal reason why when you look at the demographic split population in terms of economics why african americans specifically tend to show worse demographic results the main reason is land over time equals money it's a very very simple thing to understand the longer someone has possession over land the more they are able to earn of that and the more they are able to effectively oh, i'm i'm them. simply going to clap for that point like bro i don't think i've seen anybody say it better that is fucking amazing what you just said it's 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 it you, you thank you for saying that but the fact is normally you and i realize that i just have to illustrate it's sad that that's just not obvious it's 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 sad these the, this is a community that has been not only denied that privilege because of slavery they were denied that privilege because of things like jim crow they were denied that things because of systematic banking operations in the 60s and 70s this was why the civil rights movement was effectively in place that specifically targeted that specific, not targeted denied african americans the same loans that every that um that other people were getting to basically start up getting land and making homes and making that same money that i'm talking about It, it it's literally an economic divide that has been further ensued by the so, so-called superiority feeling that is genuinely ingrained in this country like you said it is it is i'm glad you bring that about because let's talk about equality in terms of equality and movements the one thing that the african americans had that was theirs that meant something that stood for something was black lives matter that that let me transition this right right the minute the minute the people realize that oh shit they actually have something that's going for them that's their movement what do they decide to do they diminish its importance with all lives what what is like i i genuinely don't understand like what it's you're absolutely right the minute people figured out that this was a platform a way for african americans to stand up for themselves to represent themselves be it in media be it in politics be it in the protests as it is it is it is simply the best way to put it it's a perversion it is a purposeful they diminish they diminish the importance of it bro there is a huge difference between all lives matter with the phrase and the and the spaces in the middle and just saying that all lives matter and there is a difference between that and the movement hashtag all lives matter with no space the movement is utter bullshit that should have been thrown out with toilet paper because i agree with the concept where it says that yes every life should be equal and you know who says that you know what every life should be equal is the crucial cornerstone of black lives matter 
and all lives matter is just is just some people saying that i is just some people getting jealous and being a little kid and saying that i want that candy too exactly you i couldn't have said any but i was literally going to say it felt like people were upset that the spotlight was off of them for one second because of this and decided hey i i want that spotlight back let's try this like i couldn't have said it any better that's since and i don't know honestly all lives matter yes but we're talking about killings you can come and talk to me about all lives matter when all races start getting killed the way african americans have been killed and then we can have the all lives matter conversation go through what african americans went through go through what every single immigrant in america goes through and then we can have the all lives it's matter all conversation. it's all a big hip it's all big hypocrisy at the end of the day the hypocrisy the entire issue with african americans and the way their communities have been treated in america to me is an ultimate hypocrisy and let me give you a, the most prevalent reason why even more than all life like all lives matter like you said it, it might as well just belong up my ass cheeks and throw it on the toilet but but let me be very honest the, the for me the ultimate example of this hypocrisy dates back all the way to the very signing of the declaration of independence which is basically the cornerstone of this very country and for those of our uh, listeners who are may not be familiar with the declaration of independence it is basically just a long list calling king george a bunch of bad things and accusing him of a bunch of like nasty shit and that's the way americans got their freedom effectively declaring their freedom but in an earlier draft in the of the declaration of independence by jefferson there was a section of the declaration of independence where they described uh, they accused king george of taking english colonists and in their words taking people from their native land strewing them across a sea into an unknown continent to make into their massive colonies and stuff like that and initially as this part of the declaration of independence was was, was making a reference to the state of the early colonists the early people the the religious minorities that were being expelled out of england and sent into the new world to make colonies but they realized the founding fathers realized that oh shit this is exactly what we did with with the africans who came from the slave trade this is they they realized the very hypoc- the hypocritic nature of that one segment in the declaration of independence and moved it that it no longer exists that specific uh, section does not exist in the modern day declaration of independence but people back then realized the hypocrisy behind the african american situation in this country how is it that now in this modern day age where we're supposed to be living in the global cultural mixing part of the world that people just not really understand as they blatantly abuse it by just that clip you played in the beginning i, I don't know what it it's, it's it's genuine hypocrisy it, it i i don't know man just it it shows how self proclaimed greatest country in the world calls themselves the greatest country in the world bro african americans have i don't know some of my some of my closest friends are african americans and i tell you and i'm going to tell you this right now i consider myself to be a hard worker these guys match my importance cuz they've been through shit 
like um, it's i i have the utmost respect for anybody that has worked their way to get where they are and let's 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 just let's just talk about how white privilege is claimed to not exist let's just talk about that. Uh, i i i i you don't need to elaborate too much on that in fact you 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 have mentioned the story right i'm 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 going to mention a simple story a very very simple story that took place in my first year here at lasberg mm-hmm. so again it was the cops uh, as as we tend to notice so we were just out by the river and um it was a friend's birthday and so it we were just um engage- we were just by the river and we were we were drinking i i'm not ashamed to admit that i'm still technically um i mean i don't know if i should incriminate myself too much here on this thing but point sure. is it's fine don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> um no we we were just in we were just uh, celebrating our friend's birthday and uh, the friend in question will happen to be white he is actually a really really good friend of mine uh-huh. and he i remember uh, the, a police car coming and we'd been here several times before on the river doing very very similar things and cop cars have come before but never before did they really um do much but i also remember that during those previous times i was in a predominantly um white group and this time i was serving the birthday party i was that was definitely not the case the 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 birthday boy was the only white dude over there basically we were a mixture of middle easterners indians Latin, uh latinos and um african americans and it was it was it was it was, it was just it was a normal gathering for me i didn't see anything wrong with that mm-hmm. and, and lo and behold the cops come and funnily enough it was my it was my, it was the birthday boy that caused the most ruckus which caused them to write us up but during the entire time he was asking to check our bags he was asking to check our ids and stuff like that meanwhile my friend was obviously the one who was talking to him and even in your situation before even your situation before your 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 white friend in the room was the one who was talking to the cops just the ability for people for white people to be able to do that without feeling any fear if i would do the same hell no hell like just interacting with those cops they and you were you were absolutely right they, they there was one car mystery with two cops and then they they immediately radioed for another cop car to come in with another additional two more cops like it, 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 it's it's ridiculous the levels of just it's discrimination i i have no other way words for this it's literal discrimination bro it i think what people need to realize is that you can't you can't expect to change a system that was built on racism do you get it there are reforms yes you need to understand a lot of people tell me that you know what you it's it's very similar like the caa and it would have been very similar to what would have happened with the current ruling party in india and the muslims and i'm just like i'll tell you a very basic difference why it's not similar to what is happening to the african americans and that is that the indian constitution is based on the concept of giving every single human being the equal chance you know it's it's engraved in our 
in our constitution whereas in the yes. united states it's not the system was built on slaves i was there was a post going around which was it, it was a I, again i don't support the post i don't support writing and looting but mm-hmm. it said that hell yes we're allowed to root and riot in a country that we helped build Right. Bro, the thing is, it's easy. It's easy for us to say that you know you shouldn't riot and you shouldn't loot when you're not the one being targeted. Tell me how angry. Tell me how angry would you be if it was one of your close friends instead of George Floyd? We, I, you want me to ask me that because, funnily enough, I, I, this is part of the reason why I was trying to. Kind of pull this back to Indian independence. We've we've literally lived in a country that's been through this. We know what it's like to feel like the un, like the targeted race, the one that is supposed to be subservient. And it is from that it is from that same struggle that we realize why um these violent acts happen. Bhagat Singh is known as a freedom fighter, even though he threw a bomb in a court. That the Britishers will always recognize him as a terrorist. But to us, he's no, he is as great as a freedom fighter as Gandhi or any of the other freedom fighters that fought for the sake of our nation. Let's not go to that. I, I, I don't support now. <laughs> I'm not a big Gandhi fan. Anyhow, I, I, I'll tell you. I, I, I absolutely agree to what you're saying. I absolutely agree to what you're saying. But this is what history has led me, to, led me to believe, is that every single revolution has a few steps, mm-hmm. like. whether you look at how india got its independence from the british or how mm-hmm. africa got its independence from the british or anybody that got its independence from the <laughs> british was that yeah. was that yeah. it starts off it starts off with a few people revolting it starts off with getting basic ease it it starts off with getting some basic necessities do you get it the the control eases and mm-hmm. until to let go of that that last straw mm-hmm. comes only after the radicals have come along think about it every time we taught history we had the moderates we had the intermediates and then we had the radicals the radicals burned police stations i'm talking about india guys by the way they burned mm-hmm. police stations they they attack cops and in return we had tragedies like jallianwala bag Okay, for 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 all my non-Indian listeners, I'm gonna explain to you what Jallianwala Bagh was. Jallianwala Bagh, there was a bunch of Indian protesters that had gathered in a park to peacefully protest. There were women, there were children, and they were just peacefully protesting. No weapons, mind you. There was a general named General Dyer who was uh a, who was a part of the British army, and he was you know at that point India was colonized. and he opened fire until none of them stood till no, till no person was stood standing think about that think about there was that. A, there was apparently a well in jallianwala bag and there oh yeah yep there yep. stories of mothers trying to save their children by trying to put them in the well to save them from the line of fire they took ground yep. but it just goes to show that and i suppose this explains why to 
two brown dudes on uh, through the score are talking about this. It's 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 not just close to us in terms of what we face as because we understand as, revolution. It's because we understand what it takes to be treated as equals. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, if you think about it in a stretched out way, that is what is happening with the African-American community, is that there were moderates, there were people that got educated, became lawyers, you know, stood against the system in a very peaceful way. There were intermediates, like Rosa Parks. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I believe that it is you know, we're entering the stage where the shit has hit the roof. And it's about damn, like, you know, th- that the African-American community is sick of being given bullshit. Because think about it, when they when they started, when the revolts originally started, okay, you know what, we're going to give you equal status, but you're going to be separate but equal. Jim Crow laws. Right? Mm-hmm. Then, then comes along then once the jim crow's jim crow laws left came along engraved racism among people mm-hmm. and police brutality and that's the stage that we're in that we're currently in and when when the community realized that you know what the leadership is becoming racist and so are the cops and our people are dying like it's a battleground they have reached a point in their revolution, which has begun, I would say, 200, 300 years before. And it is time for them, you know, there are going to be radicals. Just like how there were people like Bhagat Singh and Subhash Chandra Bose that fought with violence because they said that that was the only way left. The same way the African community is kind of resorting to rioting and looting right now because it's the only way left to be heard. Again, I'm not with this, but it's justifiable. But you're not wrong, and that's what the issue is. We're not the only ones to realize this. As much as, as much as this is something that the African American community probably realizes as well, this is something that a lot of people that who are opposed to these sort of ideas and who who are against these sort of ideas of revolution also that they also realize that there's a reason why curfews are now being enforced over 40 plus. Uh, cities in all of the United States, and there are 15 plus states in the United States where the National Guard has been called. People, what you're saying is absolutely right, but we're not the only ones to realize this. And there, there is going to be a very, very strong effort on the opposite side to try and shut this down, no matter what. And this is the reason why people like us, not just not just Indians, but other people, deep. Regardless of race, religion, or people that understand the moral crisis that is going on in this country need to support the African-American community. It is imperative in these essential months when when the establishment is looking for any means necessary to shut this down, to quiet this down, to make sure that this is nothing but a footnote in in some history book years later, that we show our support for the African-American community. any way that we can, whether like it, it is necessary, because and this is I'm go, I'm gonna not use a quote verbatim, but paraphrase it. It's it's a quote from someone who lived during uh, in Germany during the German Reich with uh, 
obviously with Hitler and the Nazis. And the pre the 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 the, the quote goes like this. Um, it basically details the number of people that the Gestapo and the Nazis came after. They first came after the communists, the trade unions, the politicians. Um, then they came after, the, as we know, the Jews, the Romas, and all of them. And then when they finally came for the person, the priest, no one, uh, he expected someone to say something for him, but no one was there for him to say anything. And effectively, what this quote represents is once you start, once where does the line stop with this oppression? After the African Americans, who is it next? Who is it next? There, because no, I, believe me, there is a next. There is there, a there next. There definitely is. Definitely is. I'll show you the irony in the situation. Is that what in in the American Revolution, like when America was getting its independence from the British, mm-hmm. what was their most key stand or the key incident that happened? Uh, the, the, Boston Boston, the Boston Tea Party, right? What did they do? It was commercial loss. Do you mm-hmm. would you would you classify that as rioting and looting? That's <laughs> that's fair. That's very fair. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you're right. It is ironic. It's ironic. It's hypocritical, and it's it's ignorant. It's 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 going back to that main point that we began with. Point of this, it, it, it's genuine ignorance. It's and you know what? It's it's very easy to chalk up chalk it up to ignorance, and it's more like that as well. But I genuinely believe for certain people that I know what's like, going on. It's yeah. not just ignorance. It's selective. It's like selective choosing. Like people, I there are definitely people in this country that know the things that we're talking about, but they choose to. They choose to ignore it. That's what. Is the real underlying issue behind it? We have to let, we have to stop them from being, from getting away with saying that, you know, I'm just ignorant. I'm sorry, but ignorance does not cut it. You do not get a get out of jail free card, hypothetical, like metaphorical jail guys, free card because you're ignorant. I'm sorry. What if, imagine tomorrow I walk up to a white guy and I'm like, oh, so you must totally be an Aryan. <laughs> right? I'm, again, I'm sorry I say that, but I'm saying that, think about it. Or what if, what if I walk up to an American and I'm just like, oh, so you must eat bacon all the time. Or, you keep pointing out the ludicrousness of the situation. But that's like, the thing. We gotta stop them from getting away with ignorance. It's not okay to be ignorant. And you know how, what's another way they're getting away with being ignorant? Mm-hmm. Trump had a little bit of a hissy fit after Twitter. Basically, you don't want to talk about but basically, <laughs> you have to understand what Trump issued with the social media executive order that he did, all because of a hissy fit. Trump got mad because Twitter corrected him. And the man decided to sign an executive order about censorship. Like, how can you... This is literally the weapons of... that. The, not the weapons, even. This is literally the way that they're going to use to fight this uh, justification that you're saying about ignorance and stuff like that. They, this is the way they're going to be selectively ignorant about things. They literally will not adhere to the truth when it's presented right in front of them. The man could not handle when Twitter said his 
tweet was feeding false information and signing an executive order about it. Bro, it's like, you know how, no matter how much you tell a child that his imaginary friend does not exist, he continues to believe it exists. <laughs> that is that is the situation with how racists and white supremacists are feeling right now. They believe that supremacy still exists. They believe that they're still better than everybody else. But the sad fact is that the is that they don't. Is that their imaginary friend, which is privilege, is imaginary. Think think about this. Think about this in such a way. Okay, your president says, yes, America first. Yes, he supports. You know, he is the way he is. But you know what's sad? Google has an Indian CEO. Tesla, SpaceX, the Microsoft. The, the, no, the Microsoft. Com- no, 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 no. The company that NASA now depends on is run on is run by a South African. The Mike <laughs> Microsoft, what PCs you guys run <laughs> is run by an Indian, <laughs> and it your your sports basketball basketball is dominated by the african-american community football dominated by the african-american community your music af dominated by the african-american community i'm sorry but the privilege that most of the caucasian people thought they had is imagined like, and absolutely. what we're trying to do is open your eyes to it I think Trevor Noah puts it the best way. I, I, I genuinely Trevor Noah, he is the man. <laughs> but the way he put it, and he said this not even on a show, he said this on an episode of Hot Ones. Oh, I love Hot Ones too, yeah. It's a brilliant yeah, yeah. form of interview. He, he compared racism to spice. And the way he said it was that back home in South Africa, and I, I'm happy to use this analogy because for me, South Africa is... What, what's happened with the conflict over there is just an even worse form because of even more larger colonial reasons of what's happening in America between blacks and whites. But the way he put it is spice is like racism. And he says back home, when we have spicy food, just like our racism, it's up front. We feel it. And so we know who's racist and who isn't. But in America, it's all hidden. It's all hidden. It's all hidden, exactly. Exactly. You know, you never know when to expect it. So you can't tell who's racist from who who wants it. It's it it's it's deceptive and it it's really, really not even scary. It's it's saddening. It's just Absolutely. Uh, I've honestly, bro, I'm gonna give a very stupid example because it wouldn't be me if I didn't break this up. But oh, girls that say that I prefer black men. Like, so you're not racist, your vagina is great. Proud of you. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. You know and, what? Yeah. Even an analogy or not, still makes more sense than half this popular shit I've heard. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> All right, I think I think this has been a good podcast. I think this has been a good two-part podcast, bro. And th- thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for awesome. your inputs.
it, even even more than that, dude. Just it's awesome that you're doing like not only just the relevancy of this information, but what you have planned for uncast like this. So guys, if you haven't already, you better follow this guy. He's got his Spotify on at Mukul Chabra on Instagram. And yeah, thank you for having me, honestly. Dude. Absolutely. Awesome. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna end it on a couple of things that we're gonna stand by, and that is that Black Lives Matter. And we won't trust it for George Floyd. So thank you. Thank you for listening. And uh, I hope y'all have a great day. But my hand is spasming because I'm not able to. Okay. Yes. Thank you, guys. Goodbye.